we are all going to die the moment we die 5 years later nobody is even going to bother people often say they are fine when they are not fine i had this one thing that i did not ever stop researching okay it's like kept me research going on i don't understand why a curse word by when said by whoever affect us so much a friend is someone externally internally i am at peace with myself i am not at war with myself i have seen this that or people are not even close to their own selves most of the times it comes to self doubt uh, not trusting ourselves it the world around me is what forms my opinions and what forms my feelings 85 year old lakil telling 29 year old lakil how can you be better so that at 85 you are better than i am does recognition matter Okay so I am basically Lakshmittal I am the founder of Avas um somewhere I feel the world is at a very crucial stage with mental health and I am the one I think possibly would change the direction of what coming I think mental health is such a serious topic such a heavy topic that I was like I have to cut the tension first so right focused on what's the one thing we can do Shit on you! What are you saying? Actually, <laughs> the number one reason why a lot of people say we have mental problem. Oh, dude! Like, uh, I'll be honest. So, I mental health problem, mental. Sorry, I. Uh, I'm gonna say that's something that's subjective to everyone. I, if I have less than ADHD, you might see as a mental health problem. I might see it as a mental problem. See, dude, if I'm talking about myself, yeah, I say mental. I say mental health. That's up to me. Right. The moment I start talking about you, that's the problem. Correct. That's the problem. Right. Yes. But I'll tell you what. So I spoke to a good bunch of people in the recent, uh, let's say, two months, three months, specifically about this topic. And uh, when I see them, when I speak to them, in the next five ten minutes, they possibly start crying because of things that they might have felt in the recent past, right? Or somewhere down their whole journey. And that's where I feel it. quite uh, a thing where people do not have a tendency to uh, let it out okay because they feel that it's easier to uh, keep it to themselves for sure for sure i think not letting it out is a massive issue and i think you have to have that one person or that one activity that allows you to let it out i know for me there's often times i just go to the golf course or go to the range hit some balls I think that just physical activity, exerting yourself, and just being able to hit something as hard as you possibly want to, and you know you're not really harming anyone, but you might end up putting a muscle or something like that. I I totally agree to that because that's where you know we have that uh, inner instinct that no, you make up to throw it in it, okay. But ninety-nine of us do not have that uh, privilege to break things, correct? Do a punch back pillow. I don't know how many times. I'll tell you what. So there, have you seen Brooklyn Nine Nine? So there is this one episode where uh, Diaz, like Rosa, uh, she basically tries to, she wants to actually kill Melanie Hawkins. Okay, and uh, she actually can't because she's in jail prison, right? That's how she imagines this whole world where she breaks the window, comes out, and just you know, like beats the shit out of her, and in very vivid detail. Very vivid detail, right? <laughs> and uh, that is where I feel that that is one another way of rolling it, sick possibly letting it out. See, I think everyone has their own way, and we have to all find our own way. I'm not saying I'm right, I'm wrong, right? No, those are the other. But at the same time, the thing is, at the end of the day, as long as you're feeling that frustration out of your head, see, I know I can speak personally, right? I am not kind of person where. Things affect me short term more than they do long term. In that, if I'm very angry at something or I'm feeling something very strongly, it'll all sort of come out, and it's just okay, then I'm out. Okay. Like if I can let it out at that moment, I'm just, like it helps me get through it. No, definitely. That's one actual like one of the most important things of letting. Like if you have that, if you just take that one step. Realistic, let out whatever emotion that you're holding. Let be happy, sad, things like that. Uh, oh, you know, I spoke to this one uh, 
psychiatrist recently and she says that 99% of problem that people have is not money it's relationships was like the one is themselves uh then with people around them and definitely it goes up but yeah and that's when you know people do not have a tendency to be fully happy as well like there are times where people are not totally happy as well even they even if they're laughing there's something within them that gives them you know like uh taking a back or gives them uh, at a place where they do not want to be fully happy yeah laksh i want more clarity on what exactly you do right now we we are in the vague territory of i speak to people and they cry so let's let's explore that a little further let's define your work a little more right why not so i i started very early uh, around the age of 70 and uh, i did not have a thing that i would be entering onto ship okay uh, it just happened by mistake it started with um, a very simple um, conference that was happening in school and i just was like at a very uh, leadership position where i had the authority to choose things make things happen uh, i was responsible for dealing with vendors things like that so that's where i think i learned the first step in entrepreneurship that sales okay talking to let's say local vendors and things like that okay so that's when it started and actually um, the idea of avas actually came during that period of time because uh, i had a realization that a lot of people uh, usually just came to me spoke their heart out trusting me without even thinking anything at all and somewhere they felt that i was a person who could give them a solution and uh, this is something which i realized back then and i didn't know what to do seriously so i had this mad scientist dream that i wanted to alter the brain waves okay and uh, i started with researching on how can i do it so the story goes back where when i was in 8th standard then where i was uh, a person who loves music and i used to listen to radio all night so there was this show that started at 9:00 praveen ka show it's very common in kolkata and uh, then at 11:00 there was uh, masala night with dev which went on till 2:00 or 3:00 in the morning so i used to listen like to music all day long and i realized that music actually changes the way it affects our brain at all so you must agree to this that um if i play let's take a rock upbeat music you'd have like the second instinct within you that you want to dance you want to you know let's take a little uh, you want to feel more energetic and that's where if i switch it to a uh, very folky calm thick okay let's take nature's voice or you know things like that you'll you'll be very poised you'll become very uh, peaceful you'll want to sit down have a cup of tea things like that. so definitely music changes the way you know how we perceive things as well and that is when i thought can i use music to alter brain waves and there was actually a few companies who did it back then so you won't believe this uh, have you heard about brian johnson yeah of course right so his company 5 years 6 years back um was kernel where they were working on uh, something related to neuroscience and you know let's say um brain imaging and things like that okay and uh, what i did was when i was researching i found their company i reached out to them that can i work with them and this is it stand oh, 11 11 started okay 11 started so like 16 17 year old 17 year old okay and uh uh they denied uh saying that i was quiet early obviously we bit <laughs> so they denied uh, that was there but it's um, i didn't stop my research i kept my research going on and i had to uh up it at a halt when i came to college because when i went to preaching competitions things like that um people were interested in the idea but the problem was we cannot do human experimentation in india right so there are companies who are currently doing it but what they're doing is they're only analyzing what's going on in the brain they're not changing what's happening with the brain and i wanted to change you know the brain waves like alter brain waves so that is where um i had to keep it on a hold where i did not pursue it as an idea but i kept on researching on it okay and parallelly um 
during my uh, essay, beginning of the second semester of the first year, um, I was just sitting in my hostel playing FIFA. So I was a FIFA fan. FIFA 14 is like, Wolves? I haven't played it in like a year or so. So that is me. Uh, okay, and that was long history with FIFA. Okay, we sort of got introduced to each other through FIFA to some extent. I was FIFA, cricket, football, uh, sort of mixture of all three. Because Akhil's roommate was a big time FIFA player. Okay. And he used to play a lot of FIFA, you know, the whole ultimate team and the tournaments and everything like that. I was one of those who was like, you know, just five of us sitting, you all want to play, we can play. Okay. That was my level of FIFA. And it got to the extent where there was one weekend, thanks to Akhil's roommate. It was five of us, four playstations, connected to four different monitors, with four different ultimate teams playing the same ultimate team weekend league. And we must have spent about eight or ten hours rotating between each other's teams, each other's leagues, and just like having pizza and playing FIFA the entire day. Wow. And when was this? So was, I think, what? Third year or fourth year of college? Like 2016, 17, sometime then. Yeah, I guess somewhere, you know, um, there are games which connect people a lot. Right, so I used to play FIFA all day long, and I I was in a six bed sharing room, my hostel, six bed dorm, and in my room everyone was a studious chap, every, like twenty four seven on Sundays even they would study. <laughs> Sounds like a fun college to be in. Sounds like a fun dorm room to be in. Fun fun dorm room. Happening. Uh, I mean, I was fine with everyone. Everyone was like really great. Okay. Uh, really natural everything that's fine hashtag all the lapses roommates this is his attempt to save his comment now right uh, maybe that's like uh, no but yeah definitely they were always like a very hand- <laughs> no I'll be uh, very honest around that so very good people as well it's just that I was a person who used to play FIFA all day long but at the end of first year when our results came and the rank came I was the highest ranking in the world we have ourselves run Chordas Chanchar Oh, no, not really. So, there were factors that <laughs> brought to it, but yeah, still. So, see, in my university, there were like around, in my batch, around 5 to 8k people. Okay. And my rank was around 128. Okay. Uh, and in my branch, I was like third or fourth, something like that. That's that's a different thing. But the contrary is, I used to study only one day before the exam. They used to study all, like, mistake the whole month, the whole year. And at the end, when the result came, I was like, they were shocked more than <laughs> So, um, that was uh, like, so during that uh, semester, around second semester only, we have this uh, huge event in, a tech event in our college. Okay. And there's this one good friend of mine who was not my roommate. Uh, he came to me and he was like, uh, I have registered us in a startup event or something. And back then, I didn't even know like how to start up or anything. So, okay. And it was a one-night, like, all-nighter event. So, used to, it was supposed to start at 9 o'clock in the night and was went at 9 a.m. Something like that. Like a hackathon kind of a thing. Yeah. Kind of, kind of. But a startup-related hackathon. Like, business hackathon. And I was like, okay. So, we all went there and we were like, uh, we have to think of a night. I'm like, okay. So, when I was playing FIFA, I got this YouTube notification that... Uh, this guy, this man won a golden buzzer after 10 years of his struggle or something like that. Okay. And that is what struck me that performing artists usually do not get the stage where they can actually showcase their real talent. Right. And that we took that idea and we went with that. Coincidentally, we want special mention in the conference or the hackathon. And... Uh, Okay, after that, everything just suspended. Like, no one, none of the teammates wanted to continue with it or things like that. And I also was like, okay, college ka padai worker at children, and we'll just continue with that. Okay. Uh, next year, during August, so it was my friend's birthday, and we were smoking up. Okay. And everyone was like, uh, I'm doing this. So, most of my friends here in Kolkata, uh, like, we have like, a friendship almost like 18-19 years now. Okay. 
and uh, they were like uh, so most of them run their own family businesses okay so everyone was saying that we did this i did that okay and i had like what did i do <laughs> so i out of this like just a curiosity or let's say out of uh, desperation i said that uh, i am wanting to start a startup with performing artists or things like that and that is the day when i thought that i'll start a startup and i i ran that startup for almost 3 years but at the end of covid we had like everything shutting down things like that so we had to shut down operations totally so that is how that continued and while i was almost at the stage of shutting down uh, my second startup okay i like there is a company based out of us a startup okay they reached out to me and they were like why don't you join us like okay ye bhi dekh lete karke so i could and uh, i went with that i started as an intern and 6 months down the line i was leading the whole non technical business development side of that and partnerships so that went there and two years down the road now like basically i am at a place where i've had a decent amount of let's say experience and whatever i have learned through my mistakes now i am like solving those issues and be starting my first startup that was ours that's how my journey went so basically you got food can't say you know we of anyway where there was something which you were passionate about since the three yes yes were passionate about it pretty much all through school from the looks of it correct and things didn't particularly pan out because of various regulations that were out of your hand right and you're back to it with all the experience you get which is why did thing i mean i think that's the thing with passion i guess it so, never i had this one thing that i did not ever stop researching okay so i kept my research going on and you wouldn't know 3 years back i found that the same concept that i was trying to use to alter brain waves was there in an ancient yogi text and that's where the whole change in the cycle that you're talking about came into play again so i want to get into this altering brain waves okay what the hell is altering brain waves let's first go with brain waves okay and then we can get to the altering part okay so brain waves it's basically let's say uh, we have cells and things like that in our body and a similar way our brain has neurons and when they like they communicate with each other okay there are synapses that happen in between let's take i give you a phone call okay so there is a transaction happening there's a let's take a movement up here so this movement across a lot of let's take uh, neurons makes neural pathways which then turns into brain waves and things like that which are detective so basically an external device can detect brain waves so brain waves is almost like electric electromagnetic waves okay but that runs through neurons so that's brain waves so um, how did we go on to alter brain waves so like i said the music thing right so i think more than how did you go on to altering brain waves what is altering brain waves altering brain waves is basically uh, changing the way the state of mind of a person is let's take and give you a simple example if a person x person comes to you and he shouts at you and says xyz words in a very loud uncomfortable voice but if the, if the same words are spoken by let's take a y person in a very soft spoken voice you won't feel that bad. right why does that happen because the way the vibrations enter your brain or your brain perceives it is different in both cases correct so if something like let's say the input is different the output your reaction is also different correct so that is where this brain state changes if the perceived let's say vibration is different right so altering brain waves is basically like we can change the state of mind okay uh just through let's say external or internal stimuli stimuli can be light sound or things like that that is simply altering brain waves laksh i am not very sold on the concept i am a very cynical man and you know i i feel that sometimes lack of knowledge about things make you cynical about them like myself right i i do not have i do not have research over brain waves i do not know of their existence and i do not understand if 
if the electromagnetic transaction that is happening between neurons, of course, they do leave out electromagnetic waves, which can be measured by an external device. But that being coincided with what kind of feelings do you have, what kind of things that you think of, what kind of images your brain produces, I feel the research is very inadequate rather than conclusive. So I kind of want to dive in on that. I can understand the feelings part of it. I can understand the part that, you know what, somebody shouts at you, you feel aggressive. Or somebody says something nicely and you feel nice. That's all good. And I think it is an active problem with the world that people are basing everything on their perception. And there's this, there's this topic of discussion that if someone abuses you in a native language or in another language that you do not understand, you will not care. But when you start understanding stuff, that's when emotions pop in and that's when, you know, the break happens where you like click and you're out of it. So let's discuss this research and its conclusiveness a little bit more. How conclusive is it that that is the exact thing that affects it? And then let's dive into the whole depression aspect of why people are falling in this depression and highly aggressive state in the current world. Why is it changing so drastically? Okay, I think also just to carry on that if someone swears at you in any language the hell does that matter I don't understand why a curse word by when said by whoever affects us so much today a stranger comes and curses at you it doesn't matter as much whereas if someone you know closely come like curses at you suddenly that that affects a lot perception again changes my thing is deeper why the hell are we so affected by a word someone uses to address us? Because that doesn't, that's not defining our identity. That's not changing who we are. So basically, I'll tell you uh, what I've uh, understood. People try to take things a lot personally than not taking it at all, right? Even if let's take um, an unknown guy comes and shouts at them, they take it personally because they think he's saying it to them because of their his own insecurities okay and that starts I don't know when for some people it starts when they're in childhood some it starts with time and talking about uh, I'll take uh, you know I'll start with my uh, research part okay and then I'll go to the depression part as well okay so my focus of research was always around using sound to alter the okay so as I understood that if a different kind of a vibration that comes from let's take an external speaker or anything like that. Uh, if it can, ha like if it has the power to change the way I can feel about it, okay, definitely changes the way my whole body possibly might you know just take um, live with it. Okay, so recently I have tried in the last three four months as well. Like if I am mantra chanting or you know listening to any kind of let's take uh, spiritual music or if I'm just take walking around me in nature or things like that when I'm listening to the sick water flowing birds chirping things like that these things have brought like a very um, different part of mine uh, in front of me okay so it's basically like uh, it has made me more peaceful more calm it makes me think differently okay and I feel myself more okay and that's when if I go to a very noisy street or things like that possibly things turn up to in a way where I get a little frustrated or things like that. So it's not a regular cycle, but I guess it's normal for everyone. And my research started with that particular thing that if uh, sound can actually change uh, things, let's say outside, it can possibly change within as well. And that is when I went through it in a way where I was researching what kind of sounds can lead to what kind of estic states of mind. So if you listen to listic, um with the ohm vibration at 432 hertz for quite a while and you know there, there are various other sounds like let's take there is something called as a yoga nidra so yoga nidra is a type of meditation a deep sleep meditation so if you listen to it uh, gradually yes like it's a 40 42 minute meditation and if you listen to it you will possibly with while listening to it you'll go into uh, a good you know let's say deep sleep why is that because how does it work realistic there are vibrations that are coming out from let's take let's take the earphones that we are listening to or something like that and there are let's take brain waves that are working in their own direction okay with time both starts to resonate so we have done that tuning folk experiment when we were kids right 
like if i you know let's say strike a 40 hertz or 40 hertz it would uh, let's say the other 40 hertz tuning for could also you know uh, start to resonate so in a simple pattern similar uh, idealistic analogy our brain starts to resonate with that particular vibration and then we enter the theta phase and things like that then we enter the sleep cycle so that is where the whole uh, research part comes in okay, so there are different kinds of mystic vibrations who can affect or mystic uh, change the way or alter brain waves come to the full depression part that you actually asked right uh, what i have seen is that with age there are lots of insecurities and things we start to take personally uh, i'll speak for myself so um, i've had it like a childhood uh, where everything was great decently fine not a problem but there was always a thing that i am not that good looking or i am not that x i am not that y there have been you know phases where uh, people think about it why because there are others who might say things about you in a different way right and since let's say uh, i don't think we have been ever taught since we were like let's say growing up in our ages that how do we perceive things if someone is saying this in an x way is it a good way to take it or is it a bad way to take it okay uh and is the intention also good or not right so that is something which is which was not taught possibly and with that uh insecurities try to pulp it and what i have seen is people start to get alone in themselves although they have people around them so even if you have friends and family around you you start thinking that you're alone you don't have anyone and a lot of it is because of things that we say to ourselves so many times you have seen people you must have seen it, okay uh people say to themselves that er mera to koi nahi hai you know i don't have anyone i have like this i have that so the thing is that you're constantly saying it to yourself so which time your mind your body has tried to accept it that yes this is not good for you this is not you you don't have this you are in a lack of this so in that sense um we have started to make a sense a little alone with time and that's what leads to depression i'll give you a simple experiment okay um i'll ask you one question who are the top 3 friends of yours okay vishrut Vishrut, Dinesh, Gajwani, and uh, Pranjal Shah. Okay, and what what's with you, Vishrut? Okay, one. Okay, and to think about this, let's uh, say uh, people you love. Let's say top three people you love. I'd say Akhil, Yash Patodia, and Yasha Tadia. Three people. Okay, I'll ask you a second question. Why didn't you Why didn't you guys take your name first? Are you not friends to yourself, or do you not love yourselves? I think that is. I I don't I don't agree with that experiment because friend. I also I have a issue with that. Friend is an external stimuli, right? A friend is someone externally. Internally, I am at peace with myself. I am not at war with myself. You can peace with yourself. That's fine. But have you ever treated yourself as a friend? Absolutely, yes. I tell myself that every day. I, in fact, have a practice where I write notes to myself. I talk to myself and try to discover myself even more. Right. So that is, I I know people do lack that kind of a stimulus in their life, but a friend is external. I feel a friend is not as strong a relationship as you can have with yourself. So I think this again, perception, right? Perception, right? You hear the word friend, and it always gives you an. external way of looking at things often time when you say oh you are your own friend you use the word as introspection or self reflection those kind of terms so you don't associate the term friend with yourself necessarily even though you might be doing activities like you know you're speaking to yourself in a positive manner or you're you know doing things that motivate yourself or your if you're frustrated yourself or you're admonishing yourself as well correct like i know i do this okay. where especially when i'm playing a sport or something like that and you make a stupid mistake i will yell at myself like wish how can you be so stupid and that can be for very simple things and like you know in the heat of the moment you're playing something or whatever the very normal thing correct and at the same time also what the other way around if your question is who are your top 3 friends if we expand on the definition of what do you mean by a friend 
right if your definition of a friend is who are the top 3 people who know you the best who are the top 3 people you would do anything for who are the top 3 people you said to gain most things from whatever the definition of a friend may be whatever that transaction is if the transaction is who is the person who knows you best that would be like the 85 year old me when i'm 85 90 that person knows me better than i know myself right now and that person has the right to tell me what i should be doing now in order to be better than that person will be then right so very different question who knows you best that is more a definition a friend is prepackaged set of expectations that we have posed onto society for an external person to be a part of my life so that's at least my view on it. it it does not need to be everybody's view no definitely see but the thing is uh, i have seen this that a lot of people are not even close to their own sense uh it's because of a lot of insecure things lot of realistic uh, questions that they pose on themselves most of the times it comes to self doubt uh, not trusting ourselves right so uh the question definitely okay uh, it might uh, you know like have an answer differently for different people okay and i agree to the external part definitely you know like you might pose a different kind of sticker relationship with a person who you treat as a friend right uh but what i have also even seen that if we start treating ourselves also as a friend uh what i have seen there's a different way how we start looking ourselves this way because then you start to point out your own wrongs your own rights because you can tell a friend that yaar ye to galat kar raha hai correct but you sometimes you do not say to yourself that yet i am doing it wrong because we think that we are right in our own ways that is when that friend thing kicks in that uh, in basic alters a state of brain kicks in where you need to talk to your own self and treat yourself as a friend so that's where you know like i had the direction with so i'm going to bring in the bhagavad gita here because i end up reading it a lot and it makes a lot of difference to me so it's like something very simple you know focus on yourself right don't be bad it's understand what is driving your own thoughts it's very simple it's any time you look at anything that it's trying to say the verse is very simple it says you're so good at looking at things externally you take an example the camera a camera can take a picture of everything around it but it's a so it's just that we as human beings have reached such a point that we are seeing everything around us but with it and that's just the way it is and that's the way we brought up and that's the way we in fact i'm going to go back to another thing where which you started with or which we touched upon in the beginning where you said that people often say they are fine when they are not fine there so i had this acquaintance who i bumped into at a party and you know the usual hey how are you i'm good how are you today so she pointed out she like so i responded saying i'm great how are you she like are you actually great or are you just yeah. saying and i was like no i'm really like you know things are good i'm genuinely like loving what i'm doing and she like i'm so happy to hear that a lot of people are not going through that right and i at some level feel to understand where why we are struggling with that or why we are not addressing it today if i'm not okay and you're asking me hey dude how's it going you say why am i telling you it's going good it's basically what i've seen we don't want to put out our emotions because we're scared the other would not understand it that's first and the second is we'll get hurt because we're already in a place where we are hurt we don't want to get more hurt that's where we stop expressing ourselves right and many a times those emotions just keep packing up in our basic heart inside of us and you won't believe this there we spoke about the uh, you know a part where people aren't happy fully right it's because there are some packed emotions of mistake guilt uh, mistake sadness loneliness anything around that okay uh, that have yet not been unpacked and i think the longer they are not unpacked they compound it's like a virus keep festering 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 and just gets to a point where it overtakes you it engulfs you with everything that you do 
I want to expand on Vishrut's example of a camera. So it's an engineering problem. A camera can take a, its own photo. Just need to put a mirror in front of it. So let's talk about the mirror. What would be five ways for people to put a mirror in front of themselves and know themselves a little better, take their own photo and whatever advice they give externally, take it actually for themselves and build a better life for themselves. So uh, I'll come back to one of the points initially. First, at some points in your life, maybe try treating yourself as a player. Okay. Because that would give you a very broad view of what you're doing right and what to do. Okay. That is first, becoming a friend to yourself. Um, second is sitting around with people who you know you can trust. The sick friends, family, anyone around that. Because they would not possibly want you to take the wrong steps. But they would definitely cheer you when you're doing the right things. Okay. That's second. Um the third one is possibly a way uh, which very much relates with the friend part, the first one. But that's journaling as well, which you and I spoke about earlier, right? But in journaling as well, uh, it's more, first, like, it's more to ask questions rather than just, like, writing it on what happened in the day. Okay, it's not like a uh, MOM of the day, correct? It's not the minutes of the day. You have to just, like, ask questions, okay, if I felt bad at this point because X said me this, why did I feel bad? Or if this thing that uh, I saw while walking down the road and this made me happy, why did it make me happy? So this keeps the mirror in front of us that, okay, these are things that I like, these are things that I do not like. That's there. Fourth, see things around you. Okay. Uh, similar way, like in the third point. So what are the things that possibly make you feel good? So let's take if a X person walking down the road is giving, let's say, uh, a beggar some food to eat. Okay, is that making you feel good? Okay. Or if someone just walked past through that person and did not even care about it, is that making you feel okay? -ish? So learning how uh, you react to different things, different emotions, different situations is another way of, you know, looking at things. Um, and fifth way, what I have seen is many a times um, connecting to a higher energy. It might not be anything religious. It's not necessary to uh, have something religious. Uh, but it's easier to go religious because then you have something to, you know, let's take focus on. Um, so possibly that. Or, you know, sometimes in the spiritual space, uh, like a lot of us say connecting to your own higher self. So it's basically your own higher self is the person who is your true potential and trying to connect with them and understanding your own thoughts, sitting with your own self. That would be the fifth way, I would say. 85-year-old Lakhil telling 29-year-old Lakhil, how can you be better so that at 85 you are better than I am? Oh yeah, I'll tell you what, Akhil. So, I practice this one thing many days, many times. In my room, I just sit alone on my bed. Uh, everything shut. Lights, fans, everything. All windows, doors, everything closed. Uh, it's like a proper uh, blackout situation. And I just sit and I just look at the ceiling. I look at the fan for a while. 10 minutes, 5 minutes. You'll see thoughts are coming in. Continuously, continuously. Okay. And that's when I try to see what would I do if I were a, if, if I was at the same position 5 years ahead or before. And I try to question myself. What would a 17-year-old Laksh would do? Or what would a 28-year-old do? So 28-year-old Laksh would possibly be a person who has, let's say, achieved XYZ things in life and knows XYZ things in life. Possibly has matured enough and learned just take uh, 101 things uh, rather than 51 as of now. So I try to see it in that way and I have seen many a times it gives me a lot of answers. A lot of answers. So yeah, that's one way to go. Actually, I'm going to bring this back to a little more entrepreneurial. I think we have to fit into the spiritual. How do you make this a business? Okay. Um, so what I've seen this, this is not a scalable business. Why is that? Is because um, it's a very individualistic thing because mental health or anything around that is very personal to everyone. And if you cater to a very big crowd at once, you're not possibly making that effect, impact or change that you're wanting to. Correct? So definitely it is scalable, but if you see it in a different perspective. So like, if you can touch, let's say, 1,000 lives, okay, then it's scalable. And it's a similar process, like, of how therapy or counseling works. Or uh, there is a industry of coaching as well, where you life coach someone, when you, or, you know, let's say, relationship coach. 
or things like that. So it can work on the poor, let's take uh, session uh, criteria. There are businesses who do it in a very different way as well. If you go into the B2B sector of things, there are companies who work in the employee wellness or let's take employee assistant programs or things like that. Then you can act as an agency. Let's take I have 10, 50 people who are like me and I can give them, you know, let's take uh, to the company for any of their, let's take future uh, requirements or things like that. There are various ways to go about it. Recently, with the advent of AI, uh, what I've seen, there are companies who are trying to integrate a channel into that, let's take if the company is on Discord or on Slack or anything like that, they'll integrate a channel where basically uh, anyone from the agency or from the other end of the company is available to answer individually to that whole company. Right? So that's also a way of going about it. And there are various things currently right, right now, uh, like you see the Headspace app, Okay, you see the Calm app, they, they give you, let's say, uh, daily goals that you have to achieve. Or, you know, let's say, set that up for yourself. And there are like uh, music-related things that you can hear on the Calm app, on the Headspace app. In a similar uh, manner with the, let's say, uh, advent of AI again, they're like uh, therapist AI, like that would sit and talk to you and things like that. And then there are more various things like community circles, safe circles, okay, actually. Um, I guess there's one company now and me, they're doing this safe circle things. Uh, Mind Peers is one of them which recently came on Shark Tank, which started. So yeah, lots of things can be done. Okay, it's just how you want to realistic, take this ahead. Or are you doing it? So, um, I have a very a dedicated approach of taking this ahead where, uh, okay, so I started the main realistic, uh, execution of this in the month of July, beginning of July. And... Uh, what I did was, I had a phase where I wanted to spread awareness first, then I'll take to activation and then acquisition. Okay. So currently I'm in the third month of awareness and I'll possibly take another month to make people aware of what I'm, or on what I'm wanting to do. Okay. So in the material space as well, I've tried to niche myself down transforming mental health through spiritual practices. And I've niched down more twice. So one, it's for founder specific or founder team specific. Uh, and the third part, uh, sorry, the second part is basically Anahat Nad. Okay, Anahat Nad is basically a practice or a learning under the Nad Yoga, Yoga of Sciences. Okay, uh, which is basically Yoga of Sound or Yoga of Listening. Okay, so that is how I've niched it. So currently I'm like in the awareness uh, stage. So I'm what I'm doing is I'm making people aware of what I'm doing through being out there through content is is there through partnerships by taking workshops okay and then personally i take a lot of workshops which are paid you know let's say that's also there there are group and team workshops that is also there which time i'll be launching let's take a book okay uh so the book possibly that is coming uh would be around uh, so there are like various books that i have in mind okay uh the one that i started to write is on how to sleep better through ancient learnings okay so from different civilizations Okay, what have those taught on how to sleep better? So that is one. Then the other is on curing breathing. So, so I've had asthma since I was like a state born. So I know how difficult it is to breathe then. But after COVID, I've seen a lot of people suffering through it. Okay, and uh, I somewhere feel possibly this could make them, you know, give them knowledge of how to uh, solve it. And everything is around ancient civilizations. Uh, or sciences that were ancient and uh, things around that and I also have let's take a lot of products like tech tools which I will be launching which time so I have like a proper dedicated let's take a roadmap that 3 months 6 months 9 months like this I will be launching stuff because I do not want to overwhelm people uh, with what what's going around and I want to take step by step approach in achieving things so yeah I love the fact that you have a roadmap yes Thing again, to say something from the Bhagavad Gita, a very famous verse where your people think well, that focus on the journey. But I read a different interpretation of this, okay, where it says that it's not that you go focus on the result, you chart your roadmap, you make your thing that, okay, I'm going to do this for X amount of time, I'm going to do this for X amount of time, and this is how I get from here to here. Once you do that proper planning, and once you start on this journey, 
that's when you don't keep thinking about this Correct. last point. So I love that you have that journey charted out and you're on that journey. So, so I actually have reached one checkpoint of my journey, the awareness part. So recently I got uh, recognized by LinkedIn as a top entrepreneurship voice, right? So yeah, definitely a lot of people ask me how it went, wow, how did it happen, things like that. So it was, it's basically consistency around that. But what I feel is consistency is bullshit. Consistency is like everyone can be consistent, but there is an effort, there is that uh, hunger that takes to be persistent. So persistent is the key. It's basically like no matter what happens, no matter what it takes, you will show up every day doing the same thing. So definitely consistency is required, but the more powerful, you know, let's take um, point of view to it is persistence. Consistency. Plus hunger, plus desire, it's persist. Exactly. That's it. Laksh, does, does recognition matter to you? I, I feel a lot of things that we feel, a lot of things that are built into us. For example, even my view on this is completely different from yours, which I, I think it's, I hope it's fair. It's fair, yeah, it's fair. Things that calm me down might not be the things that calm you down. Football calms me down. Football gives my mom anxiety. She's like, please stop watching this. The the music that you talk about, the Om chanting and the other music, that gives me anxiety. And it gives Vishrut calm. So when I listen to that music, it feels like nothing is happening. It is monotonous and it is like it is consistently going in the same direction. I need something new. Maybe my brain is built for more changes in stimulus than anything else and then there is our friend Vidit who will listen to absolute like shouting and to me it is shouting but to him it is melody he listens to metal music and it really calms him down so whenever he's in a bad headspace he'll put on like you know really loud shouting people but calms him down completely not hard rock it's metal it's extreme metal death metal in my opinion the world around me is what forms my opinions and what forms my feelings. If the world tells me this is calm and I'm supposed to feel calm and if I tell that to myself enough times, I'll start feeling calm because the world has told me that. And if if the world tells me this is good, put this in a bucket, this is bad, put this in a bucket, then those buckets become innate to my sense of existence. Right, And the world is what defines it. Recognition is a bucket of the world. I get an award from LinkedIn is a recognition bucket from LinkedIn, which the world world's attention is on LinkedIn. So I get that attention. If I don't get that attention, it might be very harmful to my being because I've worked so hard for that attention. Like Vishwad is talking about roadmaps. Roadmaps are awesome because me and Vishwad, we have a huge roadmap. We wish to build a huge founder network connect them to each other but we cannot have a timeline because that will bring anxiety so what i wish to know from you is to you to laksh does recognition matter if yes why does recognition to matter what? okay yeah and if no then why? why does it not okay um so yeah recognition does matter to me to an extent okay uh, but i'll tell you uh, the linkedin story first and then i'll come to this so I actually wasn't ever expecting that I would get it. Okay. Because I was like, no, I have to just show up every day and post once. That is all. Okay. That is that is my goal. Okay. And out of nowhere on a Friday night, I just saw that okay, I have. So that actually gave me a sense of boost that okay, this is working out for me. What I'm doing is working. Correct. So it was like a um uh, second assurance to me that yes, you're on the right uh, unilistic path. And the roadmap is working for you. Because I was just testing it out that does it work on me. But coming back to let's take uh, the recognition part. Yes, it definitely matters to me uh, to an extent. Because somewhere I feel that it gives me a... It brings me to a place where I feel that I did that let's take hustle. And somewhere it gave me let's take... Um, it put me at a pedestal where I can feel it. I've achieved. So... In that context, if I see it, if you see how I, you know, like 
if you see the analogy between uh, the LinkedIn story and this part of me accepting recognition. So yeah, in that sense, yes, I am okay with accepting recognition. Yeah, and it's somewhere to an extent matters. If you didn't get it, would it hurt you? No, it would not. Because I know something better than that would definitely happen with time. And even if that doesn't happen, I would know that I gave my best, right? So I'm okay with that. Yeah, definitely I wouldn't deny that. I would feel that, okay, why I didn't get it, I would definitely question it. Uh, that would take me to less take a phase where definitely I would not feel too great about it, but I would not let it engulf me. Uh, and this is, I actually have tried to practice it with time, okay? Uh, it did not, uh, like, I was not so, like, understanding with myself as well on reacting to things. And uh, with time, I've learned how to accept things, acknowledge things, and not let it affect me. So there are three A's that I follow with every emotion. One is acceptance, acknowledgement, and affecting. So how it works is you accept that the emotion exists. You acknowledge that, okay, it is there, but it will not harm me, okay, or it will not affect me. And the third is, yes, not letting it affect me. So three A's, accepting, acknowledging. That's how I see it. I think I want to go back to the point that you made about stimuli and how people react differently to stimuli. Like he's saying, chanting, boom. Those things don't calm them down. They make him nervous. I want to address Akhil's part about stimuli and how different stimuli affects different people. Something may calm me down, whereas something... That thing that calms me down may not calm him down, may not calm you down. I feel a lot of times it's very dependent on your state of brain or like, you know, as you said, the brain waves that you are at when said stimuli comes to you. Like, I know if I'm just sitting in a quiet place and there's like, oh, I'm going on. Like, it can be extremely uh, nerve-wracking to a certain extent because you're like, what that is going on? Why is this like, you know, I can understand Akhil's, where Akhil's coming from as well. And at the same time, there have been times where I have been extremely like, you know, all over the place. Mind is in 20 different places. And heavy metal, because it's inundated me with so many things, so many other things of its own. It's just blanked out. So there is... Like, you know, there's different stimuli. Like, I have used heavy metal to calm myself down. I have used home to calm myself down. Yeah. And I have used also just silence and the sound of nature. So I think even not even different people, I think for the same person. You know, actually in the research, we came across that uh, the same music can affect you in a different way at different situations or different brain states. And to different people in a different way. So the, the whole... Realistic uh, PNC around that is basically it can affect anyone in different states. So, so it's basically how you take things. It's majorly around that. And many times we don't take things because we have a certain sense of an ego in ourselves that no, we could not accept. Okay. And that actually comes to the insecurities that we have piled up for ourselves. That then goes to a whole More different conversation and Ego and let's literally ego as well. No, I actually read this recently, so that's where, but yeah. I think, you know, we talk about real ego and we talk about ego in a very trivial manner, I think, at times. But I think our ego for each and every person, and I use it for myself more than anyone else, I think ego is where we all fall. Yeah. I have seen that uh, personally in beaten situations. So yeah, I, I do not deny. There's this fellow Alex Hormozzi. We like to quote him a lot. We like to consume his content a lot, a lot. And he has a he has a very nice definition for your ego and calming it down. We are all dead. We are all going to die. The moment we die, five years later, nobody's even going to bother. Some people won't even bother. Like the day of death, you will die. It's over. People move on with their lives. If it doesn't matter then... It doesn't matter now. If someone abused, 
abusing me then and i'm not going to bother about it doesn't matter now so i feel getting comfortable with death becomes a becomes a good boost to understanding yourself and understanding your ego a little better because it's not going to matter anyways right so why does it matter so much to me right now it should not so laksh how do we find you i am inspired by this episode i want your services i want to learn more from you how do we find you and how do i go about it what i have done is okay so you guys don't know my name got reached like changed last year fully okay so i was earlier harshit kavatya now i am lakshmittal okay so that's a whole new and different conversation wait what yeah 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 what's the story there when i was a kid i just had this uh, inner urge to change my surname that's all nothing else okay and uh, i just spoke to my grandma that when i was 8 years or 9 years old that i want to change and she was like okay but uh, i couldn't with time because then i went to study with in which plani boarding school in 11th and 12th grade and then i went to south india for my engineering things like that so d- things did not turn up in my own way but uh, last year when i had the chance to actually change my name uh so we went and we actually spoke to a pandit what what should we do okay so they were like uh okay if you are wanting to change the surname why don't you keep it with the name that starts with l or something like that and he only suggested uh, either go with the uh, laksh or something like that and you won't believe the coincidence so when i was a kid i used to admire lakshmipati mitra that's one and the second coincidence is one of my favorite movies was ritik roshan's and when that name came in front of me i was like yeah we can go ahead with that so that's where my name changed to lakshmittal and let, like like you asked me if anyone has to find me simply type have a laksh on any social media platform you find me have a laksh has a different story but yeah we will get there yeah, as well but why go to a pandit i i don't know maybe i am okay with that i'm totally fine with it sorry about being okay with that but is there this yeah there's a science behind it. in the sense like is there something you believe in or is this because of the family is or why i also believe in definitely my family also definitely believes in it so the science is called as numerology okay and it's basically uh how someone pronounces your name affects the way how your surroundings are so it's all around vibrations okay and uh, luck shows the vibration that suits with my body type or let's take with my date and numbers and things like that okay uh my angel numbers my psychic numbers anything around that right so that's where somewhere i feel i was fine with going with that and actually the uh, read about that science i experimented with my friends that chat this number goes with your let's take this name and so there are three kinds of numbers name number psychic number angel number there are various others these three are quite uh, generic and known to all right so that is where like the numerology thing also kicks in so that is how the whole name change thing came into play you give us the second name because each of the numbers right right why why give us 30 seconds on each of the numbers yeah because i know i don't know anything about what you just said in numbers psychic number like, whatever the third psyche number and name number. akil any ideas have you ever heard these terms before they are like yeah i am i i am i have a very different opinion on astrology again but let's continue with let's define the numbers this is the astrology go this is numerology which is vibrations and numbers yeah yeah which i don't understand either which is why i'm asking lakshan if you had to explain right. to people when i not simply i think we had no idea you have to like literally go a for apple why is e e makes the r sound like right on like, that you have to go that basic because i don't know anything at all okay so um i am not an expert but i have a very decent knowledge around it everything is around numbers and uh, even each letter each uh, let's say consonant or you know let's take uh alphabet has a pronunciation to it as a sound to it and has a number to it as well okay i am not sure how it measures but uh, let's take 
ஆர்கிங் 
affected by some parts of astrology as well. Like which uh, cycle of moon were you born in? What you know, there are various things I am not so aware of the whole science. Again, the whole astrology aspect of it leads from the fact that it takes light x amount of time to actually travel from one planet to another, and stars take x amount of time to actually reach us. A lot of the light that we see now is older than the universe's age itself because of the expansion of the space, and we are now aware of these concepts. So when when I was born, which location the star was in is so arbitrary because I am seeing the past all the time. I do not agree with astrology either. You, I'm telling you, I am a cynic. I am a very mean guy when it comes to these set of beliefs. <laughs> I, I am a man not of science. Is there not to unravel? More than unravel, I think you're going to get two opinions which are very similar in a way and very different in a way, obviously. But if we get into exploring that, we're going to be sitting here for around three hours. <laughs> I agree. Uh, but I'll tell you what. So, what from what I have understood, it's basically like majority of the things, if simplified, they come to vibrations only. Okay, majority of the things. Let it be the moon cycle or anything around that. Okay, it is all around the vibrational aspect of it. And if we study normal physics, uh, anything that's moving can create vibrations and has sound, right? So with that uh, concept being in play. If let's take someone questions me around let's take anything uh, religious, astrological, numerological, anything around that, and if I have a very let's take uh, distinct uh, understanding of it, uh, I try to relate it to the full vibrational aspect. So yeah, that's uh, my take on the moon cycle part as well. And here we are back to vibration. <laughs> we shall wait for string theory to be conclusive and proven so that we can actually discuss a lot of vibrations in the future. But for now, Laksh, we have a closing tradition on our podcast. The last, the last founder has left you a question and we would ask you to leave a question for the next founder. So the question we have for you is running a company is a lonely job. How do you deal with the moments where you're alone? Three things that get you pumped up and get you waking up the next morning to run the company again. So yeah, uh, running a company is definitely a very lonely job. Okay, um, three things that rejuvenate that energy in me is one, uh, cherishing moments with my families and friends. So I've made a pact with myself that some amount of the day I have to definitely spend it with family and friends, no matter what. I have recently tried to learn how to celebrate small events. So sometimes that takes a good let's take a push to bring me back from that loneliness to let's take normal state. And third is accepting my emotions, understanding you know let's take uh, how I react to things, how things might affect me, and then actually taking things in hand and going ahead with proper decisions, structured decisions. So that's how. So the structured decisions is a very internal within part. So everyone should practice journaling, things like that. Okay. Uh, even if you can't, just please sit with yourself, talk to yourself. That's the most easiest way to go about it. And yeah, so those are three things I would like to, you know, like tell. If you are in a lonely state, definitely most founders feel that. If you want to jump to the other side of the door, that's how you